BTSE 365 Podcast. One, two. Three into the folks, Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Cause you know we're about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can bust like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together, now you know you in trouble. Ain't nothing but a G thing, baby. Too low death, nigga, so we're crazy. Death Row is the label that pays, man. Unfatable, so please don't try to fake this. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand. From a young G's perspective And before me digger the bitch I have to find a contraceptive You never know she could be earning her man And learning her man And at the same time burning her man Now you know I ain't with that shit lieutenant Ain't no pussy good enough to get burned while I'm offended yeah. And that's realer than real deal Holy feel And now you hookers and hoes know how I feel Well if it's good enough to get broke off a proper chunk I take a small piece of some of that funky stuff It's like this and like that and like this and uh It's like that and like this and like that and it's like this and like that and like this and I'm Drake creep to the mic like a fan Well I'm peeping and I'm creeping and I'm creeping But I damn near got caught Cause my beeper kept beeping Now it's time for me to make my impression felt So sit back, relax, and strap What it do, what it do, what it does What the business be like It's the BTSC 365 podcast, man You know what's going on, you know the vibes Appreciate y'all tuning in Wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in Uh Hey, it's another good day. Uh, happy Easter to everybody who celebrates that particular holiday. I know I got a diverse audience, so uh, shout out to everybody going through Ramadan right now as well. I know that fast and shit is tough. Should I say fast and shit? I mean, it's not disrespectful. People fast without it being Ramadan too, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh... Man, I appreciate y'all sticking in, stick. I said sticking in, sticking, sticking it out with me. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm on one this morning. You, it's gonna be that kind of show, I guess. But uh, appreciate everybody tuning in, staying with me, man. Holding me down over the years. Uh, but I'm not gonna keep y'all long. I promise. Um, Earl Spence Jr. I gotta talk about this last, like last night. Earl Spence Jr. came out. He hadn't fought in like two and a half years, I think. You know, he had the car accident. Then he was about to fight Pacquiao, and he had an orbital fracture or something going on with his eye. Retina detached, I think that's what it was. And then the guy who stepped in for him on less than two weeks' notice, three weeks' notice, Beat Pacquiao, and then he go up against Earl Spence Jr. I'm talking about your Dennis Ugas, the Cuban defector. Good fighter. Good fighter. But he ain't on the same level as an Earl Spence Jr. Like, Earl Spence Jr. is... He the real deal. It was a lot of questions out there about him prior to the Garcia fight. I mean, then the fight after that, I, I'm 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 just looking at it like this. 
right? Ugas is a warrior, right? Can't take nothing from him. But he ain't he he wasn't ready for this. He just he just wasn't ready for this. This is a different type of fighter. He caught Pacquiao at the end of his career. Pacquiao was still out there throwing punches, but he was a step slower. You know, he was still fast with his hands, but his reactions was a step slower. Ugas took a lot of punches from Pacquiao too, because he don't he's not a big defensive fighter. He's not elusive. And Errol Spence Jr. put on a clinic and punished him. He no, nah, he punished him. Like, he punished him. I ain't seen a nigga take that kind of punishment in the ring and not fall down and go out for the KO. It was a TKO defeat in the 10th round. But I'm telling you right now, that bitch should have been over probably in seven, six. You know what I'm saying? Like, the doctor didn't stop the fight. That's on That's on them. His corner didn't stop. Hey. Hey. You know. <laughs> It's part of the game. But if you seen that boy fight, I mean, his face after that fight, shit. I'm talking about he was on Willie Lump Lump. Just, man. Face looked like a sack of quarters, man. Sheesh. Lip fucked up. Body shots he took, man. Uh, Spence Trainer said the man might not fight again. He took that. He took that much uh, punishment, and and you know his nose probably broke. His 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 face fucked up. He probably got a fractured uh, eye or some socket or some shit. His lip was all fucked up. Like Spence was working the body. Like yeah, man. He he got fucked up out there last night. And if you've seen the the the, the Showtime series they had together, you know. Shout out to Mayweather, he created that uh, full access. Then, you know, Ugas, he, he he living the life, you know what I'm saying? He he got it, he got money, you know, he done, he done made some money, hopefully he made smart investments, and you know, he's straight. <laughs> he might fight again, he might not. But he took a L. Took a mean L. I hope it was a good payday. Dallas showed up and showed out for Errol Spence as they should. Hometown kid. But now everybody want to know. Are they really going to make it happen? Bud Crawford. Terrence Bud Crawford. Called out Spence. And said, hey, you know, good fight. Congratulations. Whoop de woo. But now it's time for the real fight. Everybody want to see it. What's up? Spence just simply replied to the tweet and said, say less. Now, Al Heyman, uh, Al Heyman, <laughs> Al Heyman, I'm going to keep saying that name. He, you know, he the man behind it all when it comes to Spence, you know. Bud Crawford, he a free agent now. He not with top rank no more. He, he Allegedly, supposedly, he calling his own shots now. So we shall see. I would love the, I mean, hell, the boxing world would love to see Errol Spence Jr. versus Terrence Bud Crawford right now. Like, what is this, April? Come on, man. Come on, man. What's up, September? 
Can we get it in September? Can we get it in, you know what I'm saying, this year? Can we get it this year? Can we get that fight this year? It might, you know, it's April, so, you know, it ain't going to be a summer fight. But September, October, got to make some shake, man. The boxing world want to see it. Then I saw Charlo and Benavidez having words in the crowd and Stack Jack in between them. Um, some other people, you know what I'm saying? Like, they trying to hype up their fight. Charlo, this Jamal, this that twin, not Jamil, but Jamal, um, they trying to sell the fight. I understand. You know, they got heat. I know real beef. They're just trying to sell a fight. Don't nobody want to see that. I mean, people going to watch it. I don't know if it's going to be on pay-per-view. It should be, might be, kind of, I don't know. But Spence, Crawford, let's make that happen 2022, man. Let's make that happen this year. Got to happen this year. Got to happen this year. Got to. But, yeah, strap season, man. The big fish. Earl Spence Jr. I, I done seen Bud Crawford fight. I I know Bud a bad motherfucker. Earl Spencer, bad motherfucker. So I don't even want to say at this moment who I think going to win, when, if and when they make that fight happen. But uh, I got it. I got it. I, I, I'll say that for that time. Like when the fight becomes official, then we'll, we'll get into that. But moving on. What we got going this weekend? Oh, NBA playoffs finally here. No more play-in, which is exciting, by the way, but no more play-in. It's the playoffs. Ice trade a game. I seen them cut the Cavs water shot in the play-in game. I seen them cut the Cavs water shot in the play-in, man. He dropped like 30 in the second half. They got game one today. Game one today. Who is it? Uh, who we got on the lineup today? I know the Nets are playing the uh, the Celtics. That's gonna be a, a really, really good series. Really good series. Um, then you got the Hawks and the Heat. That's the first game on TNT. Then the Nets and the Celtics, Bulls and Bucks, and then the Pelicans and the Suns to end the, the night. The Pelicans. Came back and took one from the Clippers on Friday night, man. After they had a big lead, shout out to Brandon Ingram. He did his thing. Um, CJ McCullum did his move. But speaking of the Pelicans, like, Zion Williams is not playing, and I don't know why. Like, I really don't know why. I didn't see him doing windmill dunks and – these other drills out there, is it his conditioning? The team saying, you know, they want to be cautious, and but I believe, allegedly, he want to play. I don't know. You mean to tell me the nigga I seen in warm-ups and all that and these little side practices can't give me 15 minutes a game? He ain't got 15 minutes in him. He ain't got 15 to 20 minutes in him. Sound, I don't, it sound funny to me. Sound funny to me. 
Then the Grizzlies opened up the playoffs with an L against the Timberwolves. And I think this is an eye-opener for them. You know, the whole they, you know, people say, man, they not scared of them. It ain't about being scared. It ain't about having nobody in your head. Well, not even not even saying it's not about having nobody in your head. But you can't, you can't. You can't play the vi- the villain or not even a villain. You can't come into these playoffs with that kind of win. Like, okay, how can I put this? So, y'all like, you know, we ain't ducking no smoke. It ain't about ducking smoke. It's about being smart. You hear a lot of times people will say, it's a psychological thing. Like, an opposing player in a pregame press conference or whatever, talk about how good somebody else is. Oh, yeah, such and such is great. But really they saying it to kind of throw them off. And they might be saying that, but they finna go out here on the court or on the field and bust your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. And see this whole, like Anthony Edwards said it in his press conference. He was like, man, the kids even on his ass out there. Like, even the kids, so it's just fuel to the fire. And, you know, you born Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly don't deserve your booze, Memphis. He does not deserve your booze. Don't let Patrick Beverly get booed. He liked that shit. <laughs> he liked that, man. That nigga love that attention, man. Love that attention. So don't allow Patrick Beverly to be somebody you giving attention to. Quit showing that main concern. Uh, the 76ers, moving on, yeah, the 76ers uh, beat the hell out of the Raptors. It was, I mean, I think the closest I had seen it after, you know, the first quarter was like 11 in the third. They got it down to 11 in the third. But Tyrese Maxey, man, that boy cut a shine last night, man. Like, whew. I'm talking about cut the fuck up. Do you hear me? Cut the fuck up. Man had 36 points. He became, Philly fans showed love because Maxi became the youngest player in franchise history to drop 35 plus points in the playoff game. He dropped 38. Like, and I was watching the game, bro. I don't, man, in the third quarter, it was like, like he just couldn't miss. He was getting to the rack, and ones, shooting threes. I mean, damn. They ain't have no, you know what I'm saying? They ain't have no answer for him. So, speaking of young stars, going back to the Grizzlies game, man, um, Anthony Edwards, he dropped 30-something and made it look effortless. It made it look effortless, man. And the Grizzlies, they were fighting. But, man, Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., you got to step it up, bro. Like, you got to step it up, bro. Steven Adams ain't giving you nothing on offense. You know what I'm saying? All they, all they points coming from the perimeter players, even though Ja is a perimeter player, per se, as far as a guard. But all, most of his points coming from the paint. So, if he got 30 points, but 26 of them coming from the paint, and then, you know, Bane, he's shooting the three and getting to the rack a little bit. 
Brooks, you know, he's shooting the three, but Adams ain't giving you nothing. Jan Jackson, you taking all these threes, you ain't giving them much of nothing in the post. Like, Carl Anthony Towns went to work. Yeah, they let that boy go to work yesterday. Yeah, he took off that 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 play in game, but he went to work on Saturday. He heard all the noise. What he had, twenty nine and thirteen. Like, yeah, Malik Beasley came off the bench with twenty three. McDaniel's had fifteen and seven. Like, I mean. Bain and, and Brooks both showed up with 17 and 24, respectively. But Adams didn't take one shot. You know what I'm saying? He didn't take one shot. Jackson went four for 13. Like, come on, bro. And your bench got to step it up. Milton, where you at now? Where you at now? Where you at now? Brandon Clark did his move. 13 and 12, you can't ask for much better coming off the bench. Slow mo, you got to be a little more aggressive. But yeah, got to got to take better shots. Only what? Out of the 1 2 3 4 5 6, out of 6 players, it took 7 or more shots. Only one of them had a 50% or better average field goal percentage, excuse me. Two of them, my bad, Clark and and Brooks. Brooks was 50%. Everybody else was below 50% field goal percentage. So, got to take better shots. Got to be more aggressive, man. You got to get more out of your center position. Like, you just have to. Ain't no reason Carl Anthony Towns need to go for 29 and 13 and Steven Adams can't give you eight and eight. Like, come on now. Because if you ain't working on the offensive end, then on the defensive end, if you ain't taking no shots, none, and the dude you defending dropped 30 almost, it's a problem. Because your energy ain't being expended on the offensive end. You can't guard them out there on the perimeter, it seems like. That's how he had a, a bad time. I mean, maybe it's coaching. Excuse me. Maybe it's coaching. Maybe Taylor Jenkins need to sit him down. You know, play somebody smaller. Like when Batum was on him, when the Clippers played him, he had a terrible night. Keep him out there on the perimeter. All the Jazz, they 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 beat the Mavericks without Luka. The Warriors cut up and and. Beat the nut. Man, I was watching the Warriors game. And uh hey, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. You might already know this. I don't know. They they dangerous again. They back. This 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 Warriors 3.0. No, 1.0 was with Mark Jackson. 2.0 was when Curry replaced them, and everybody was, you know, in sync um, and won their first ring. Actually, it's 4.0. 3.0 was with KD. This version right here with Jordan Poole injected, playing the ball that he playing, 
Man, with Steph Curry, because they got they got depth. Like now they, they they got real depth again, and it's just like when they had Barbosa, uh, Pachulia, uh, who else they have coming off the bench? I can't even remember, but uh, they had Bogut. You know what I'm saying? Looney was coming off the bench. It, it was, it's it's just like that because Clay Thompson is. Slowly but surely, still getting buckets. Then you got, then you got Clay. I mean, Steph doing his move. Even on the minutes restriction last night, quote unquote, he ain't had no points in the first quarter. None. None in the first quarter. He ended the game with sixteen points. He went five for thirteen. But guess what? Jordan Poole dropped 30. <laughs> and Klay Thompson gave you 19. And Andrew Wiggins gave you 16. And hell, Draymond Green gave you 12. And then Steph with 16. They got a deep team. A veteran team mixed in with nice pieces for their for they young players. Still got Iguodala who can come off the bench and contribute. Otto Porter Jr. Like, come on now. This is a deep, it's a solid team. It's a solid, this is this is a scary team because they can score in spurts. Like, a 10-point lead against them, 15 points, ain't shit. Still. Steel. So, just saying, just saying. The West is a tricky place right now. The Suns are the best team in the West. I think we can all agree on that. And they probably have the, well, not probably, they got the best coach too. But the Warriors still have three core players that are three champions. Plus Iguodala, who was there for one of those championships. Maybe he was there for two of those, but I can't remember. But all I'm saying is watch out. Watch out. You never know. You never know. You never know. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the games today and the rest of the playoffs. Also, got a chance to peep out the uh, USFL startup. United States Football League started back um, on Saturday night, and it was Birmingham versus shit. Who who did they play? I don't know, but Birmingham won. They were losing. I think Mike Riley is the head coach, and uh, they were losing, man. And shoot, next thing I know. They put in a new coach, I mean a new quarterback. And boom, there you have it. <laughs> a win. So that's interesting. I think they got games today. I'm sure they do. I think this is opening weekend. So uh Birmingham Stallions, that's who it was. Got to see Victor Bolden Jr., former wide receiver um in the NFL. 
So had to see him make a few catches. They won on a game-winning touchdown in the final minute. The quarterback, Jamar Smith, they combined for 24 points in the fourth quarter. Like, I'm 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 not skeptical, but I like this. I mean, I like the game of the football. I like the sport of football. I like watching it. Um, if it's done properly, I'm gonna continue to watch it. Like, that's just me. I watched Canadian football when it was on, Arena League when it was on. Um I just I mean, it's a it's a great game. But one thing I will say about these startups or re- restarts. You got to make sure it's it's good quality because Birmingham offensive line was trash in the first half. Like, I was watching the game like, damn, man, I don't know who this quarterback is, but he ain't going to last long. Like, he ain't going to last long. And so, yeah, today uh, it's a triple header. The Panthers are going against the Gamblers. New Orleans Breakers uh, take on the Stars at four. And uh, then in the end, between the uh, Tampa Bay Bandits and Pittsburgh Maulers. So, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? I I always feel like I'm forgetting something. I end the recording and be like, damn, I didn't talk about what is that this time? Oh, oh, cannot forget next weekend. It is All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend. She got game. All-Star Weekend. She got game Nashville. April 23rd. Baylor College Prep. Yeah, it's going down. Team Upton versus Team Penny. It's going to be a good, 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 good day. Like a a really good day. We'll have a three-point contest at halftime. You got Team Penny versus Team Upton. It's the inaugural She Got Game Nashville All-Star Game. Can't wait, man. These These women have been putting in... The work, they've been grinding. Man, I mean, I'm just happy that I get a chance to be part of this because it's, it's like, for me, it's, it's a historic thing. Like, when you when you in something, sometimes you don't get a chance to, like, see it, but I'm seeing it grow. I'm feeling it grow. Um, the energy is always great. The fans are great. Um, the coaches, well, player coaches, they're great. Um, the players do an amazing job every week coming out and just putting in the time. You know, it's it's other things people could be doing, but these women, they go out here and they compete. You know, win, lose, or draw, they compete. I don't care if you're up by 30. They competing. So I just love to see it, man. I love that. They get together and they they actually play for each other, you know. They play for each other and they play hard. So shout out to Pace and the staff. Shout out to CC for bringing it to Nashville. Shout out to the women 
who are in the league. And uh, yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm the voice of She Got Game Nashville. April 23rd is going down. Vela Collegiate Academies. Um, y'all don't want to miss it. Y'all don't want to miss it, man. I don't. I ain't saying who I got, cause it don't matter. <laughs> I want to see them all win, even though it got to be one with them. So we shall see. We shall see. April twenty third is going down. Uh, tip off four p.m. Food truck DJ. Bring your families. Bring your friends. Um, it's gonna be a great day. It's only five bucks to get in. It's five dollars, man. Five dollars on a Sunday afternoon for some good family fun. Four p.m. April twenty third. Vela Collegiate Academy. If you're in the Nashville area, you know, surrounding cities, come out. It's a great thing to bring your family to. Good family atmosphere. Uh, 4531 Nolensville Pike, Baylor Collegiate Academy. It's the all-star game, man. Team Upton versus Team Penny. Hey, that's all I got for y'all today. I want y'all to have a good one. Wish everybody well. Um, Love yourself. If you don't love nobody else, Try to right your wrongs when you're wrong. Stay your ground when you're right. And if it's worth it, keep trying to fight. That's all I got for y'all, man. Y'all be easy. BTSC 365. <laughs>